question of the week. All right. So um, as you can see, we are no longer celebrating American independence. We are looking forward to SummerSlam just a few weeks away. Um, hopefully still in Las Vegas. Um, but uh, it brings us to a, you know, I want to try to come up with some SummerSlam themed questions. And, and I know last year we covered the best SummerSlam match as we looked forward to SummerSlam. But this is, we're going to go with what is your favorite SummerSlam match of all time? Maybe the same as the best one, but uh, could be different. Um, anybody want to lead us off? I can lead yes. us. Go ahead, Matt. So my favorite comes from SummerSlam 2000, where we had Edge and Christian versus the Dudley Boys versus the Hardy Boys in the inception of the TLC match for the tag titles. Yeah, that one... Um... That's that's probably one of my fa- that's probably my favorite involving tag teams, but uh, not my favorite. Obviously, a tremendous match. Uh, if you're following along with us in the live video, want to give us your favorite match? You can feel free uh, to do that as well. Um, anybody want to go next? Anybody want to follow up? Yeah, I'm I sorry a... that my pick upset you, Jim. Oh, I'm not upset. He seems upset. I'm he was not... a little upset. You made the well. That's my favorite tag team. Match. Well, it is. Not, I. Oh. I mean, I'm. I'm. Spoiler alert! It is not my favorite match overall, but I am not upset. I promise you, I am not upset. Okay. He seems. He seems upset. Uh, Sorry, guys. <laughs> my favorite match, which is a match that answers the question of the week perfectly, uh, was from SummerSlam 1995. I spent a lot of time going through some SummerSlam matches um, heading up into this week's episode, so I did my research. So you can take this one to the bank. It's the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon from SummerSlam 1995. It was an uh, Intercontinental Championship ladder match. Um, the match was roughly, I think, 25 minutes long, and boy, did it overshadow the main event that night. Diesel versus um, Mabel. Uh, King Mabel in the main event. So uh, really just what a what a great match that was. I definitely recommend watching it um, over and over again like I do. Um, whew, what a match. I mean, when when would you say, Ryan? Because that's about 13 minutes ago. 13 minutes ago. You were watching it while we were on the air? Just on. Yes. And you have it in the background. It's it's on my phone, Jim. You can download the Peacock app for your telephone and watch it. Yeah, he, he's got the pocket cock. <laughs> so, so I mean, if you're if you're watching it right now, do you have it? Yeah. On, do you still have it on now? My battery just died. Well, that, that oh, that's not a that's not a surprise either. Um, I do I do have it right now. I mean, can you can you show us? I mean, you're clearly watching it. Just turn the turn the screen. Yeah, so you want me to show you a picture? From SummerSlam 1995. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? That I you, want that's, to, you want me to do? That's hey Google, show me show me SummerSlam 1995. <laughs> Is that what you were asking for? Yeah, that's oh, what I, my phone just died again. Oh, again. You know, it's, it's weird it's how battery. It's an old Samsung. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's weird how batteries do that. They have power, yeah. then they then yeah, they die, an and then one. they come back, and then they die again. Um, <laughs> Mark or uh, Tim, do you guys want to give your favorite match? 
from SummerSlam. I will. And my favorite match from SummerSlam is from probably the greatest SummerSlam of all time, SummerSlam 2002. And is it that? is... It's a yeah. good year. It's a good year. I watched that one, too. Yeah. Go back and watch it. It's really good. Uh, SummerSlam 2002 has also the greatest opener of all time in Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio. Okay. What a banger. If you have not, if you have not taken the time, uh, I know I, myself, uh, during the SummerSlam season, I like to go back to the beginnings of SummerSlam and, and watch through the right pay-per-views the to see the history right on the cock. And uh, this will definitely be highly anticipated once we get close to uh, close to the end of the list. So, All right, very good, Mark. You want to give yours? Yes, I, uh, there was about a five minute period where I couldn't hear a word you guys were saying. Great <laughs> period, now. Great. <laughs> Mark, sell one of your ET figures and buy a computer. I, I, you know what? I got to do something. I'm waiting for more of that sweet, sweet Joe Biden money to come in. Well, I mean, I wouldn't count on it, but, you know. Well, now we get it every month. Uh, <laughs> we do. It's it's not enough. SummerSlam oh, match, Mark. SummerSlam match. Favorite SummerSlam match, Mark. We're up to SummerSlam match now. Uh, I picked uh, from SummerSlam 97 that Undertaker and Bret Hart with Shawn Michaels as a special guest referee. And that, if I'm not mistaken, I think Bret held that title until the Montreal Screwjob. Sure the did. Screwjob, that's what I was trying to say. Sure did. So, I mean, that was pretty exciting. And uh, you guys remember uh, Michaels hit the Undertaker with the chair, but he had a count. Otherwise, he would have been suspended for life plus 10 years from... World Wrestling Federation and Life Plus Ten. That was a good years. match. I like it. Wasn't the stipulation, but okay. <laughs> Close. Life plus ten years suspension. <laughs> Close. Well, with that okay, so that was like the old Shawn Michaels, and then he found God. So would it would would when he found God count as the new life? Tim, what do you got there? So it's not uh, it's not glamorous, but we're going to give them a try. We have zucchini chips. Zucchini <laughs> chips. <laughs> I'm going to eat, goddammit. Speaking of that match, um, Mark, Jim, I like that you had uh, put up the, the clip of how Brett Michaels was the best at spitting in people's faces I mean, of all time. And spitting... it was nice probably to reminisce to when he actually could. Cause oh, now come on! <laughs> Drivel down the side. Yeah. Did you say Brett Michaels? Yes, he did. <laughs> From did <I>? Poison? <laughs> Poison. Even better. Poison. Even, even yep. better. Unskinny Bop. <laughs> rock of Love, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he picked his winners for the Rock of Love seasons. It's just spitting their whichever one of Whichever one of the contestants caught all of his spittle like He's baby battled. birds out of the nest is uh, how there's so much cum. Um. All right. I said spittle. The the question of the week was, "What's your favorite match?" Oh. 
What's your favorite match? My favorite match was with Melina and Alicia Fox. Who? SummerSlam 2010. I mean, how, it, there's no other answer, right? I mean, for you, Big Jim, there is no other answer. No, my my answer is the uh, the classic from Wembley Stadium, SummerSlam 1992. Bret Hart, British Bulldog. That is my favorite SummerSlam match. I'm surprised you didn't take Bret Owen from 94. Uh, it, it, it was a strong contender. We did talk about that on the It was a strong contender. Also a strong contender was uh, Brock and Cena from 2014. Because that one is just... That one so is like good. 13 minutes of fun. Just, just really, really good. Um, I mean, fun for who? Everybody but everybody but John with. Cena, I would say. Because <laughs> I had fun. Uh, most wrestling fans I know had fun. Brock Lesnar looked like he was having fun. The year I, before that, too, when, when we had Daniel versus Cena and then the launch of the authority angle, mm-hmm. that was a pretty solid match before we got to the, the Triple H turn and everything, which just elevated things. For yeah. sure. Now, now that the main event of that pay-per-view is Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Technically speaking. Uh, Another low-key, sneaky good uh, pay-per-view match for SummerSlam, I believe, was SummerSlam 01, Kurt Angle and Steve Austin. Okay. For the title. Oh, if I'm, I think, I think I'm right on that because what was she says? What was the SummerSlam? Wasn't there a SummerSlam match with Kurt Angle where he got knocked out on a table spot? Was that a SummerSlam? It might have been like a triple threat. It was Triple H, Angle, and. Rock and Rene Dupree. Rene Dupree. I think that might have been SummerSlam 2000. Okay, because I like I remember I remember one documentary yep. or something he, hearing the the story of Angle getting knocked out because the table, uh, the table when Triple H went to do the pedigree on the table, the table started breaking and Angle just went face first into the table and knocked himself out. Um. Devin has Cena versus Styles. So good. In uh 2016. Yeah, really good match. Um I was trying to think of like the best women's matches and the ones that the one that stuck out to me from SummerSlam was Charlotte and Sasha in 16. That's a good one. I remember it Char- being a really Charlotte good one. Charlotte and uh Trish at 19. Yes, that's right. That was the that was the SummerSlam. Um, Sherry Martell versus Sapphire, nineteen ninety. Another good one. I, when I was just going to say, Smokey, I was just <laughs> going to say that. I'll be darned. I'll be darned too. Let's be darned together. Shame <laughs> mm. um, you're on a delay, now. Mark. You would have gotten that joke in on time. <laughs> I was so close. Yo, his hamsters are trying real hard to they're, run that internet. They are working overtime. They are definitely working overtime for old intern Mark tonight. Mark, what was your favorite song from the Guns N' Roses concert? Give him one. Boy, let's see here. You know, I really like Night Train. I was surprised they sang that one. It's a great song. The Night Train. The Night Train. What was, was, the, what was the rest of your guys? Because you were all there. I was... I was not. Um, Matt, you posted a picture to your LinkedIn today. 
Uh, and that is actually during them singing Live and Let Die. Uh, no. As a, as a, I, by the way. I, I realized that. I insisted that they didn't play that song, and then I had a video of it on my phone. <laughs> I like the only, the only one I think they did the black and white screen for. I think so, too, yeah. I like. I don't mind their version of that, but I mean, I like McCartney's version better. You would. <laughs> you would yeah, you definitely would. Um, so I got, I got beef. I got big beef with this set list. All right, what's your beef? You know, because we have we have time before the break. I want to wait what until list? after the break until we get so to our next full, topic. The full set list of what was done is on setlist.fm. All right, let's see. Oh, okay. let, let's hear the list because so they started with it's so easy. Into Mr. Brownstone, Chinese Democracy, Slash Solo into Welcome to the Jungle. Okay. Did Double Talk and Jive. Then they did a song I didn't think they were going to do. They did Velvet Revolver Slither. They did. Solid. God, that was so effing good. Um, I love Velvet Revolver, by the way. Oh, man. Then they did Better Estranged. Live and Let Die, You're Crazy, Rocket Queen, You Could Be Mine, and then Duff actually sang and did a Stooges cover of I Wanna Be Your Dog. And then oh, we that's get cool. into and then we get into the meat of the Guns N' Roses concert. Back to back to back to back. Civil War, Dead Horse. Slash guitar solos, Sweet Child of Mine, November Rain, Knock It on Heaven's Door, Night Train, and Paradise City for the encore. Now, let me tell you where my beef is. All right. Where is patience? patience. Yep. Exactly. Get rid of any of these other songs. Like, I don't need Rocket Queen. I don't need I don't need Knock It on Heaven's Door. Do you need oh. Chinese democracy? Do you Get need, out of there. Like, you don't need Chinese democracy. No. Nobody needed Chinese democracy. Right. I mean, Knocking on Heaven's Door was one of the songs that Axel could hit every note on still. So I understand <laughs> don't care. why. Don't care. That. Yeah, I agree with that. To me, Knocking on Heaven's Door and Patience fills the same slot of, like, well-known song that's also down. But I was thinking, like... Give me sweet, give me, give me all that stuff. Remove knocking on heaven's door, move night train up, and then do a double encore of Paradise City into Patience. Done. See, I think you go Patience into Paradise City. Oh, yeah, you can't, you can't end with Patience. You can't end with also, they also didn't play Don't Cry, which is more of a ballad. Don't you cry. They also didn't play used to play used to love her. Yeah, that's that's uh That's a that's a pretty long set list though for I mean Slash didn't miss a beat. I'm willing to bet Axel Rose was actually on stage for maybe forty two minutes of the whole set. <laughs> yeah, because he so he gradually evolved into Axel Rose during the concert, if you guys were there. <laughs> With the piano? He, well no. So when he first comes out, it's t shirt, he has the bandanas coming out of the oh, back. Oh, yeah, pocket. okay. Yes. And then he leaves and comes back, red bandana. Then he leaves and he comes back. He's got a new shirt on and he's got a hat. He's got a black hat on. He leaves again. He comes back. It's another shirt and it's like a tan hat. So, like, he progressively turns into the Axl Rose we all want. Without the band, 
bandana <laughs> without the voice. If if they if he would have had one more set change, I think maybe he would have found his voice in the back. Maybe, but meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, Slash and Duff and the boys are all sitting there pitting out their same shirt the entire concert. <laughs> My God, dude, Slash didn't miss a note. No, if you've never heard a Slash live performance, man, that that was worth the price of admission alone. Yeah. He did yeah, Muddy Waters. Knows. He did Muddy Waters oh, leading into Sweet Child of Mine. And man, so good. Yeah, he was so good. He also did the um the air tube. Oh yeah, that uh like the Bon Jovi guys do. Yeah. Oh, okay. The air tube microphone trick. I was gonna say that. Peter Frampton did. Oh, yeah, the Frampton? Peter Frampton. Frampton yeah. yeah, I think Frampton, Frampton did it deal. first, but but yeah, the Richie but Sambora, done it. Bon Jovi yeah. definitely did as well. Yeah, or Sambora, I guess whoever. Yeah, the guy. yeah, yeah. But it, it it was pretty it was pretty dope. I also want to give credit where credit is due. Oh, uh, Wolfgang Van Halen. I was gonna did. say, how were they? Because I've heard no. I've heard bits and pieces of of some of their songs or his. You songs. really got to check out the song "The Distance." That song is uh, real good. Real good. He he looks like Man Mountain Rock. <laughs> yep. But he can, that boy can sang. He can play the pananer. He can play the git fiddle. He's got it all. Solid. I believe this was like their first large performance as well. Oh, for sure. I'm sure. Like, I think they've done like a couple of like small tour dates, maybe, uh, they were on like Kimmel once, but I think this was like their first arena stadium style show. So, but they killed it. We yeah. were, we were in the merch merch line for the majority of the set, but we could hear everything because Hershey Park is just chef's kiss acoustically. Oh yeah, you can but, you hear what everything. Shirt did you end up with? I didn't end up with any shirts because they only went up to three X. That's very true. Um, but we got, uh, Megan got, uh, and Megan's dad, um, they got the classic Guns N' Roses, or not the classic Guns N' Roses, they got the, um, well, Megan got the, the gold circled two guns facing each other sleeveless, and her, we got her dad, the inner circle, the Jericho one, the Jericho one. (laughs) Um. Oh, Tim, when you were in line, did they have that Hershey Park exclusive shirt? I don't know what was the Hershey Park exclusive shirt. It was. Uh, it had the excellent Duff and Slash kind of standing there, and like a like a, a roller coaster kind of track from the laugh track. It was like neon colors. Hmm, I didn't see it. Mark, did you did either Mark or Matt or Ryan did either of you guys pick up any uh any souvenirs from the night? Yeah, I I got the sleeveless one as well. Nice. I got a I got a I good piece of I got a good history moment, a mental history moment from the concert. I saw a drunk dude take a back bump down four rows. Oh my. It was awesome. The guy just... I'm willing to bet. <laughs> I'm willing to bet it's the same guy 
um, that I saw almost do that at a Kiss show like 15 years ago. So he's just 15 years older and, and you know, doesn't quite have the, the, drunk, ba- the drunk balance <laughs> that he did when he was younger. <laughs> he didn't have his sea legs. Tim was... Was that after the show? Because there was a guy that went down. I don't know how many rows, but boy, he hit those aluminum uh, seats hard. Mark had really to throw up the axe. I threw. Yeah, I threw up the axe. He actually did. I really did. I threw the axe up. I threw yellow. He looked at security and threw up the axe. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I did. I oh my god. Did. I don't no. know. I don't know when tickets were purchased, but Mark, Matt, and I got tickets at the same time. We were in section five, Rosie. Tim and company got tickets at a separate time, row five, section Y, or, or our section five, row Y. They were one row ahead of where we were supposed to be sitting. Tickets purchased. I'm not sure how far apart. Um, now they moved us because uh, I guess there's like a. I don't know why they moved us. So the the press box for the stadium is in section five, and it eats up rows Z, Y, X. Bye, Mark. And W, I think, or just Z, Y, X? W was there. It went up to W, yeah. So X, Y, and Z are gone. And mm-hmm. so we didn't know. know. We didn't know we needed to talk to somebody to get our seats moved. What's going on? So we we went upstairs to go to find our seats, and we saw there was no row Y. We were like, where's row Y? And they were like, other side. I was like, okay, fine. I didn't know that that was section six we just moved into. But there was absolutely no one there, as Mark is just absolutely nothing. Mark, if you need to go and, like, pray to the internet gods and, like, figure something out for yourself, we we... We you know understand. What, I, we understand. I think we got. You, I think we got you this week, big dog. I think we got you. Yeah, we we under we understand. Go to. Don't you got some intern? Go, go to some intern. Go to Best Buy. The computers are on sale right now. You I love know. how large Mark's bill looks too. <laughs> it looks yeah, like, he looks like Smalls yeah. from uh, from Yes, <laughs> he sure does. He's about to go. He's about to go uh, talk to the beast. Get his hey, ball let's back. Try this. Ready. Hi, Mark. Hi, boys. Oh, he does hear us. He hear me now. What the heck was going on? Oh, it hi, Mark. Like it was burgling. There was dinosaur sounds, and, and it was crazy. It sounded like one of the adults in a Charlie Brown cartoon was talking for about five minutes here. Well, that's very rude of you to say. <laughs> All I heard was... Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't... for great audio for the podcast. I do. I don't know what to t- tell you, Mark. Oh, boy. I don't know what's going on around here today. <laughs> I'm not sure either. Okay. Are you in the lower part of your house? Now I'm on, a, I'm on the second story. You're on the main level there. I'm on the second story. I'm, uh, I'm where I'm usually at when uh, for the show. I don't know why the other week everything was fine. <laughs> <laughs> And now we just can't. Now you, we can't hear you at all. It's what the hell is that? What is that? Big dog. We can we can send him on out of here. Yeah, we're picking, up, we're picking up like trans transmissions from another, you know, another planet through Mark's. 
you know, I'm going to I'm going to make an executive decision here and uh bye bye Mark. Bye, bye, bye Mark. We'll catch you later, big dog.